Hi, you guys. We are Kate and Cal, just two mamas on a mission to help women get in a daily routine with God's Word. We have seen the power of transparency when we share bits and pieces of our own walks with the Lord and hope that you see Jesus in these unfiltered everyday conversations. We hope you dive headfirst into this community and ask God to move in your life through a daily pursuit of His wisdom and grace. So take a walk, grab a coffee, and put in those headphones as we encourage you in light of the gospel. Can't wait to do this with you. Hi, guys. Thank you for being here with us today at Kate and Cal. We are super excited to be sharing with you on a topic near and dear to our hearts as moms of young littles, and that would be pressing reset on a chaotic day or a chaotic morning or a moment. And I know even if you're not a mom of littles, just being a human being in our sinful hearts, in our highs and lows of our emotions, we run into chaos um, probably more often than we're willing to admit. But I think it's a really important conversation to have is how do we navigate through those emotions in a God-honoring way and in a way that we can move past them and ultimately use those moments to bring glory to Him um, in the midst of the chaos. And so that's what we're going to be diving into today. But before we do so, Callie and I have been in the thick of studying the book of John with our group members. And if you don't know, behind the scenes of our podcast, we love sharing on the podcast, but it's not the meat and potatoes of Kate and Calco and why we created it. We created it as an online community for accountability for women who want to get into God's word on a daily basis with consistency, with intent, and with the um, hope that you grow in your relationship with the Lord through understanding his word. And in order to do that, we have to be in it. And so we hold people accountable. We give them a plan to follow on a monthly basis and then we do it alongside of each other. So there's lots of different aspects of our group, and you can go to our website to kind of dig into those and see what's going to work for you and maybe a need that is going to be filled by joining our group. Um, People use it to different capacities all the time, but we would love to have you join us in that, and we just hope and pray over our members constantly and have just had so much encouragement through them in our own walks um, while encouraging them in their walks as well. So you can do that. Our show notes will have the link to join our group and the link to our website to discover a little bit more about what we do in most of our time here with Kate and Cal. Um, Okay, so back to our topic today. I actually talked about this one day on our Instagram towards the beginning of January, Um, but again, I thought it'd be a worthwhile conversation to have on here because I know so many of us can struggle in our mornings and maybe not just our mornings, but just our days in general when they, when we are met with chaos or met with a plan that's going differently than how we thought it would look, Um, and then we kind of start to spiral and maybe chalk up that day to a loss or that wasn't a good day or whatever it might be. Um, But I think it's really important for our own hearts, and especially if we are leading children, to teach them how to press reset on those moments and continue on in our day. And we've all had those mornings. I keep saying mornings because that's where it is for us right now. Um, It's mornings and it's bedtime, and it is chaos for most of those times. Right now, and I think part of it has to do with our schedule lately 
and we're potty training and we're, we had a million Christmases. Um, but we've just been seeing a lot of different behaviors that are normal for a two-year-old, but at the same time need to be addressed as parents and as stewards of her heart. And so we've kind of come face to face with like our first true discipline challenge as parents, um, which is just kind of creating a little bit of chaos in order to help alleviate some of the chaos, if that makes sense. Um, anyways, that's coming head on in the morning and at night. And so we've certainly been diving into some re-guidance um, with that. And most recently, I can just like picture it like it was yesterday because it kind of was, it was like less than a week ago and we just had a particularly tough morning and thankfully my husband was there to help um, navigate it. I just had to implement some of these strategies firsthand and I found them very helpful in turning the day around. Yes, we uh, we have had our fair share of mornings and evenings and afternoons here. I feel like there's always seasons of like hard spots in your day. So like sometimes it's the morning, sometimes it's like right before nap time. It's just chaos. And sometimes <laughs> it's that like dinner time before bed hour that can be really hard. I remember when I was um, newly pregnant, and I always struggle in first trimester with a little bit of, like, those hormonal swings and frustration and emotions, Um, and um, we had just had one of those days where it was, like, everything, it just felt like every little thing, you know, and sometimes we can get a little victimizing in that, and I know I can be the same way about that, like a little bit of martyrdom, but like it just felt like every little thing. And then at the end of the day, right before we were about to leave for dinner, we were going somewhere for dinner. Um, I was vacuuming and the entire like head of the vacuum opened and all of the dirt and dust and dog hair like landed in a pile on our floor. And it was like, it was just the straw that broke the camel's back. Like I just couldn't handle it anymore. Like it felt like we finally were ready to head out the door, and then all of a sudden I had this giant mess to clean up, and it just yep. totally derailed us. So we have had plenty of those behaviors, and sometimes it's my own behavior that is the struggle. But as I know that as a mom, I desire to be the peacemaker in our home, which is funny because I'm really not... I wouldn't say my personality is very peacemaker-y. <laughs> Um, same. <laughs> it's not exactly like my strong Cole suit. would probably chuckle hearing me, say yeah. that, but it is, it is a desire on my heart, but <laughs> I'm a little aggressive, I think, to be called a peacemaker. I think that I'm even more aggressive than you, which is funny to me. So like, I think that like you are considered a peacemaker compared to me. My husband would probably laugh with Cole if he thought that you were, um, if he heard that you were not a peacemaker. But yeah, I just, I'm a little feisty, but I really do, like you said, like, I desire to be the peacemaker in our home. I desire for our kids to remember me as somebody who brought them peace and joy and made them feel loved and safe and all of those things. Um, and just to be, oh, that's literally the next part of our notes, and to be a presence of God's peace and joy for my family. Um, but oftentimes it, it really doesn't feel like that's the case. If anything, sometimes I think that I can be the biggest pot stirrer of all because I can get the, you know, our kids move on so quickly. So like they might have a bad morning, but like they've, they've moved past it. By the time we're doing the apologies, they're like 
I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Whereas I am the grudge holder. I'm the one who's like ticked off or annoyed or frustrated with how the morning has gone and having trouble moving forward with that with my day. And so although things may not always feel joy-filled or peaceful in the moment, um, it's a really great time for us to point our kiddos to Jesus and even just our own hearts as we're doing that. Um, cause they're going to face that so many times in their lives where they can either continue to let their day and morning spiral or they can surrender it. And I really desire to paint that picture for them of what it looks like to surrender in those moments and say, okay, pause. This has been not good. This has been a not good morning, but we need to talk to Jesus about this and we need to apologize to each other for the things we need to apologize for. And then let's move on and move forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. So we're just going to kind of break down these things don't even have to happen in this order. They happen to happen in this order for me on that particular morning a little over a week ago. Um, But the first thing was that I just had to give a ton of grace first to myself because I was really, really, really hard on myself for the way that the morning had gone, knowing I had been a part of things escalating and we are sinners as moms, as wives, as friends, as sisters, as daughters. And so we are going to sin. And God doesn't want us to dwell on that either. Once we have asked for forgiveness and moved on, I can't dwell on that. And I think that was where I was really hitting um, the hard part that morning was not being able to get over the fact that I felt guilty about the way I had acted. Um, But So giving grace to yourself, but also giving tons of grace to your spouse and to your kiddos. And I know I'm so thankful for the grace that Cole extended to me that morning um, in just helpful, being helpful and talking me off a ledge and just being there for me. But then also remembering to extend that grace to my kid as she was navigating through a really busy season and coming off of a really busy season and Part of that being a reason for um, some of the behaviors we were seeing as well. I don't think, obviously, we need to give excuses for our children all the time as far as allowing them to act certain ways, but I do think that we can be huge examples of God's grace because there are so many times that we don't deserve that grace, um, Mm -hmm. and He freely gives it to us. So I think that was important to start with. Um, There's bound to be things forgotten. You're going to get frustrated. There's going to be lunches that aren't prepped, um, laundry that didn't get folded. I was honestly tripping over Christmas boxes that morning, which did not help the chaos. Like I was tripping over boxes and folded laundry, trying to navigate through the house. And that's not very helpful either. And so giving grace to myself for not getting to that and not allowing that to escalate a little further. Um, and a scripture we found with this was First Peter 4.10, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. It's always the, like, the things, it's always the extra things that send us over the edge, right? Like, it's really not yes. the toddler's attitude, it's the stubbing our toe right after the toddler gave us an yeah. attitude. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's Those are the things that send us those. Send us over, at least in my experience. That's the hard part. And my husband always jokes because he's like, he's like, you have such a high tolerance for pain, but you like cannot handle the little things. Like, 
That is so true. Childbirth. Like, let me take it without an epidural. Like, I'll do it. But stubbing my toe on the stairs on the way up, like, oh, the world is ending and you are all going to know about it. He's like, he's like, I'll never understand how you can, like, handle such intense pain, but then, like, you stub your toe or cut your finger and the world is ending. I'm like, it's the frustration that comes with it. It's the buildup. But um, apologize, apologizing is, like, I feel like such a good example to our kids of grace. Um, and it's so important for us to be apologizing to our kids as well and teaches them how to apologize. We do a lot of apologizing in our house. I apologize probably every day, if not definitely every day. And the boys apologize to each other and they're young and they still don't fully understand apologies, but they are required to apologize to each other when they've done each other wrong. Um, and I, I know that it can feel so, um, like mundane, not the right word, but like monotonous in the moment because it feels like they don't understand the apology, even from us. Like, I remember apologizing to Carson when he was like little and like, I'm like crying because I'm just like, I'm so sorry. Mommy's so sorry that she yelled at you. And he's just like staring off into space and kind of literally care less of what's going on right now. Like, it just can feel like such, like, a, you know, just another task that we do. But I think it is really important, not only for our own hearts, to have that confession time and and apology to our children and to the Lord, but also to model that for them. Um, And Mm 1 John 1, 9 says that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And I think it's really important to also model that forgiveness to our kids so that they can see that as well. Um, and then Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So we know it's no secret. We've all messed up here. We all are going to continue to mess up. Um, our kids are going to mess up. And we're going to mess up in response to the ways that they mess up. But it's just yeah. important that we are continually pursuing um, grace and teaching our kids that grace as well. So true. And I think the a big part of this too is regardless of what has happened on your end, on their end, we need to remind them of who they are in Jesus. And I think that's a really big piece of this. And so for us that morning, it was trying to get out the door. And so by the time we got in the car, I could have some good, com- okay, I say conversation lightly because she's two, but it's really good practice for me to continue to remind her of who she is in Jesus and who I am in Jesus. And, um, this can look different, but for like a brief example of what that looked like for us that specific day, just reminding her, you know, like Jesus loves you. The Lord God made you unique and wonderful and for his purposes. And she also loves the song, this little light of mine. So I try to talk about you know, his light shining through her. And so she's two. So a lot of this goes in one ear and out the other, but it's setting the the foundation, which I think is important, not only for her, but it's giving me the practice for later years when she is understanding it and continuing to see that mommy is pointing her to Jesus in these chaotic times. And that is really what I want her to learn is um, who she is in Christ, regardless of what's happening around her, um, to her and through her. And so in the process of doing this though, what was funny was 
in my head I was doing it for her, but it also changed so much in my heart that day of just humbling me and reminding me who I was in Jesus, especially after a morning where I was feeling really guilty about the way things had gone. And so that was like a sweet moment for her, but or for me, probably way more than it ever was for her. I feel like that's how it goes in motherhood. Like motherhood is so sanctifying in those moments where we are working to refine our kids or helping our kids to be refined is really when we are refined as well. And I think so much of it in the short term doesn't feel like it really matters. Um, like, is it really going to matter if I take the time to explain this versus just moving forward? Um, but it, in the long run, it does make a big difference and it's a good example for them, but it's also a really good, like check for our own hearts as we go throughout Mm -hmm. our day. Um, and I know it always is the same for me. Um, so So some scripture that we can use to share who we are in Christ in these moments. Um, and if you have a pen, you can jot these down. Um, I will also link them in the show notes so that we can, you can just see them and screenshot if you want to, if you scroll down at the end of this episode. Um, but these are things you can write down on note cards and post them on your bathroom mirror or your, your fridge or your, wherever it is that you may find these conversations happening with your kids. And they're just very short and sweet ways to remember scripture, um, and point our kids to scripture, especially in these little years, um, in these moments. So I am forgiven. First John two twelve says, I write to you little children because your sins are forgiven. You are his name's sake. Um, I am a child of God. First John three, one says, behold, what manner of love the father has bestowed on us that we should be called children of God. Therefore, the world does not know us because it did not know him. I am a light. Matthew five fourteen. you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. I am God's temple. First Corinthians three sixteen. do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwells in you? I am precious to God. Isaiah 43, 4. Since you are precious in my sight, you have been honored and have loved you. Therefore, I will give men to you and people for your life. And there are a lot more of those. We chose five. I chose five that I felt like were pretty applicable to that situation and or the age and stage of my child. But there are so many of these. If you Google them and print them out or just like Callie said, write them down. There's so many of these. And I actually even got, um, a jar for, um, a family member. And I think it was called the I am jar or something like that, but it was basically a bunch of these statements with scripture on them, um, about who we are in Christ. And, and she, she's in her twenties. So this is fruitful for small children all the way up to forever as long as we are living and some of them can get a little more complex, um, as we develop more learning and things like that. But it, it would be something to look into, especially for, um, someone who struggles to see their worth and who they are in Christ. So, um, the last thing, well, this isn't the last thing, but one of the next things that I did was before we, stepped out at our destination or before you move on to your next activity, pray out loud with your kiddos or your kid, whoever it is um, that you're with, or if it's you by yourself, you and the Lord. I know, like I said, my daughter is two, so it works well to have her repeat short prayers back to me if she's willing. Um, 
she's not always willing and that's okay. That's no big deal. But I'll just tell her, you know, mommy will pray over you this morning. Or can you pray with me and sit and hold your hands? Um, and this is something I've been doing since she was an infant. Obviously she's just now starting to be able to like repeat them back to me, um, in a more complex capacity, I guess she, they're super short and, and simple is what I try to keep it. But we also have, um, maybe we'll link this too. We have a freebie we offered a long time ago of just some short prayers for a little bit more specific situations. Um, but just some examples for you to use if that's something you wanted to print out and do with your kiddos. So we can link that in the show notes as well. And then for mom, um, before I start or continue any housework or like work work, I'm jumping into God's word. And we talked about this a lot in an episode in the beginning of the month of how to read your Bible daily. Um, so you can go back to that one. I forget exactly which episode it is, but, um, it's titled how to read your Bible daily. And, um, just for some little tips on how to make that happen. It doesn't have to be this like super long in-depth quiet time to get in the word. Um, but there are times that that is, you know, that is important as well. Um, and I feel like sometimes this looks like, like Kate and I both mentioned this, um, in that episode of like, sometimes that's, you know, saying, okay, mommy's going to read her Bible. You can sit and read with me or you can go play this, play with this toy. But for, you know, the next 10 minutes, I'm going to read my Bible. And I don't think there is anything wrong with that. I think that that is a really good example to our kids to show that we're prioritizing that. And, um, it's okay to kind of pause and say, you know what, before we go any further, we need to go to God's word. Um, and you can sit with me and read, or you can go play with your toys, but mommy's going to do this. Um, and I think that that's what our hearts and minds need daily, not just on the chaotic mornings. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Um, there are other things and other ways to continue to turn around your chaotic days. Those are just some ones that I felt like I had tangibly walked through um, in the last couple of weeks. But the other thing is, I mentioned most of this happening in the morning for us, and coincidentally, they, or Callie and I, created some morning routine checklists in the last couple of months to help eliminate that morning chaos. So I need to print one of those out because I do think we are lacking a little bit of routine in our home after the holidays. But um, we can link these in the show notes as well. There's going to be lots down there for you today. But these are fun little checklists that you can use either as a toddler mom or we have some blank templates if you want to fill in what you would like your morning to look like, et cetera, et cetera. And so um, we'll put that down in the show notes and you can access that just for fun. Let us know if you like it or what you would change about it or if you have a better system in place for your mornings. I would love to hear that as we're always looking to improve our mornings over here. I think that we are good to wrap up. We are praying that this is um, fruitful for you guys as you navigate your own mornings or periods of time during the day when things just feel like chaos and you're not sure what to do next. We hope that this gives you some steps to kind of take um, in those moments instead of succumbing to the overwhelm of it all. Um, and we just pray that you find time to make time um, for the Lord, because we know that that is going to always benefit us in our motherhood and just in life in general. Um, if this podcast has been something that has 
blessed you in any way and you would like to share a rating or review, you can go ahead and do that on our page. And that is super helpful for us to reach other mamas. And it should only take you just a few seconds to do. Um, So if you wouldn't mind doing that, we would love that. Thank you so much for being here and we will see you guys next time. Thanks for hanging out with us on today's podcast. If you liked what you heard, we would love it if you would leave us a review wherever it is you are listening from. If you want to join our everyday community that goes through the Bible, reading plans together each month, check out how to get plugged in at our website, kateandcalco.com. Our community is made up of incredible women committed to ditching the excuses and holding each other accountable to getting into God's word daily, even when that looks imperfect. We hope to see you in there.